oftentimes people say like you got to make money and you got to worry about the finances and it is true to some extent but I do believe that whatever you're passionate about you can make a living from that like if you're passionate about surfing every day wouldn't it be awesome that your job every day you wake up and you get to go to the beach and you get to surf like how how fulfilled would you feel if you actually got to do that and you can you just drop it Hi, thank you for watching this video. I'm Tatiana. I'm the founder of LuxCurves.com. We sell body shapewear. And I started my business about four years ago and have just loved every minute of it. I'm 24 years old. I live in Panama. And, um, you know, I guess a New Year's resolution for this year. I just have so many. I have so many goals. Um, but a big one is actually just really learning to... Um, kind of be more introspective and tune into myself and take time for myself. I think oftentimes I'm very driven and goal-oriented and sometimes I um, get so obsessed with business and all these different things that I kind of leave the self-care behind and so I really want to make sure that I, I make myself a priority. That's so amazing. So I know that you just moved to Panama not too long ago. Can you describe what's that experience for you and how do you like it so far? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my fiance and I, Stefan, we moved to Panama last year, summertime, mm -hmm. and we had actually made that decision not so promptly. Like it, it, There was a lot that went into making that decision, but a lot, a lot of our followers didn't know that because mm -hmm. we weren't talking about it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden one day we were in Panama. <laughs> but um, yeah, we did... Um, we were really careful when we made that decision and we love it like mm -hmm. ever since we moved there we live in panama city and mm -hmm. it's a lot different than i expected um where we live we have access to kind of all the things that we need on a, on a regular basis and um we love the apartment and uh, we have easy access to the mall for shopping which is fun and we even found our own little health food store with organic mm -hmm. food which we love mm. and um, yeah it's been really nice and of course the weather is amazing we both came from Vancouver Canada mm. and we're used to having a lot of rain so rain it's been nice <laughs> to be in the sun just like it is here in LA mm. Panama is very sunny as well although mm. I do think it's a lot more humid so this mm. is much nicer but still it's, it's great yeah so moving from one place to another is a really big decision can you just briefly describe like what went into that decision making and how did you yeah what made that, that decision, decision. yeah mm -hmm. well I mean when we looked at um, what our vision was for our lives mm -hmm. for the next couple years and the year before that we've been traveling like crazy all year round we travel to all these different countries mm -hmm. so pretty much every every month we're in a different place mm -hmm. and we figured with this lifestyle it um, it's a lifestyle that we're choosing and we're not going to do it for the next 10 years it's only going to be for the next few years mm -hmm. um, and so we also were very um, impacted by the weather in Vancouver. Mm. And I know for some people it might sound silly, but you know, it really does when every day you wake up and you see gray skies and rain, you don't feel as motivated to get out of the house and walk to the gym or to get out of the house at all and socialize. And so we found that it was really impacting our personal lives as well as our health and our businesses. So we figured, okay, well, we'd like to move somewhere tropical. We have the ability, we have um, the, the flexibility with the businesses that we do have to live kind of anywhere. And so we picked Panama because Panama is a great hub because we want to travel so much. It's a great place to kind of take flights out of. It's very close to many different places, even LA. And um, it's also a great place for, for saving on taxes. Mm. So for us personally, because we were barely in Canada, why 
you know, pay such high taxes, you know, mm -hmm. almost 50% of what you're earning, um, versus if we were to live in Panama, it would be significantly less. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of a win-win and we're really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And uh, you just talked about like flexibility of your current career. Mm -hmm. And I learned from your channel that you used to work at a bank before. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you, I guess, make that decision to go from like a very traditional profession to what you're doing right now? Yeah, it was a it was a tough decision. But initially, um, the reason that I knew that I really wanted to figure out how to make money online was because I started dating my at the time boyfriend Stefan, mm -hmm. and he had this blog, and he was making money online with his blog, mm -hmm. and he had this lifestyle where he could pick up his laptop and work mm -hmm. from anywhere. He could work from mm -hmm. coffee shops, from his home, from the gym, wherever he wanted, and I thought that was very cool. And as our relationship got more serious, he, you know, was able to travel and do these things and have that flexibility. But I was only allowed two weeks of vacation per mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. And so I felt a little bit limited. And I also felt like I was kind of limiting him in the way because he didn't want to travel without me. Mm -hmm. um, so I figured, you know what, I should make money online too. Other people do it. Why can't I? So I just, I tried different things and um, really was wait, waiting for something to really resonate with me. A lot of the things I did try, they work. It's not that they don't work. It's just that I didn't really feel compelled to do them. I didn't really mm. wake up excited to start mm. my day. But eventually I, I figured out about private labeling and Amazon FBA. And so I got into that business and mm. have been since doing that. And it's been really, really awesome. That's really, really <laughs> amazing. If you were to meet yourself five years ago, what would you say to yourself? Oh, that's so funny because um, the other day I did an Instagram mm -hmm. live stream mm -hmm. um, and I remember asking you a question similar to this and I said, you know, if I were to meet myself five years ago, I wouldn't recognize myself. Like I'm a completely different person. Mm -hmm. And that's because through my business and through kind of self-development, I've evolved so much and I've grown so much. And part of it is by choice, you know, I love to learn, but part of it is because I had to. You know, when you are starting a new business and you don't have a business degree, you have no background in business, you have to learn everything. You can't choose whether or not you want to learn something. You got to figure it out and you got to figure it out fast. And so by doing trial and error, I really learned so much and I've grown so much as a person. And so, you know, I, I was referencing in that video earlier, like I have some friends from high school who knew me who weren't saying such nice things. And I was like, you know what? If you were to meet me now, you would not even recognize me. Like I'm a different person because, you know, naturally as humans, we evolve, you know, we age, but you can definitely speed up your growth process psychologically when you're doing so much self-development and learning so much on a consistent and daily basis. Like. I don't think people realize often how much Steph and I are into growth. It's kind mm -hmm. of kind of crazy actually. It's a little bit of an obsession. Like we will spend our evenings watching self-development videos or watching educational videos or NLP or like reading and doing all these things. And it seems really nerdy, but it's something that we both really love and value. And it's really just helped us tremendously. So what are some things that you do every day for like development or self-care? Is yeah. there like a routine or just things that you do religiously? Yeah, there are some things that I do like on a very consistent basis. Mm -hmm. So in the mornings, like I do have my own morning ritual, but it does kind of vary when I'm mm -hmm. traveling. You know, some things that are always a must for me is that, you know, for example, when I'm putting on my makeup, mm -hmm. you know, I... I makeup regularly and I figured that's like 15-20 minutes of time that I could be absorbing content mm -hmm. so I'll always listen to like a podcast or an audio tape 
or um, like a YouTube video, something where I can learn something new. So right off the bat, when I first wake up, you know, after I do a few things, then I'm, I'm absorbing this content. And then I always read in the morning. So mm -hmm. after I get up, have some water, brush my teeth, all that, then I go back and I read at least one chapter in a book because mm -hmm. I feel like books are such an amazing blessing that we have. You know, some authors, they dedicate their whole lives to writing this one book. And so I have the opportunity to absorb this person's life experience through mm -hmm. this book. So I try and at least read one chapter um, every day mm -hmm. um, just so that I can you know, get the ball rolling. Otherwise you might say, oh, I wanna read 12 books in a year, but it never happens mm -hmm. unless you have that consistency. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess, I mean, those are for sure must. Um, other things I do, like while I'm cleaning the dishes or while I'm cooking, I always have my AirPods in. I'll be listening to some other content. Mm -hmm. um, and then I go through some, some trainings as well. Like right now, I'm going through this Gym Quick training, which teaches mm -hmm. you how to actually memorize things, you know, memorize people's names, memorize mm -hmm. things you learn. Because what's the point of reading all these amazing books if you don't actually retain any information? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just doing things like that um, definitely keeps me kind of motivated and inspired and helps me with that growth. What are some favorite, I guess, podcasts and books that you're liking right now? <laughs> Lots. Recently I've been reading this book by Dave Asprey and his wife and it's called The Game of Something Babies. It's about babies. It's one of the first books that they wrote and the reason for that is because his wife was infertile and she wanted to have kids and she was 40 years old and she ended up having two super healthy children. And it's, so it's really amazing and um, I'm not at the moment like trying to have kids or mm -hmm. am looking to having them within the next few years but it's basically the book is teaching you how your body is a temple and you need to mm -hmm. be basically detoxing it and making sure you're nourishing it properly because if you want to create a, you know, a being inside you, that being is impacted dramatically by your lifestyle and your eating habits and your exercise and all that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of just like really motivating me even more to stay healthy and right now I'm doing this kind of like health cleanse. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm committed to like any kind of fitness or health goals, I try and absorb as much information regarding those topics. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm like more focused on business, but sometimes when I'm doing a cleanse, like in order for me to stay motivated and mm. stay on track, I find that I need to watch like documentaries on health, mm. like mm. Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead, or like anything about health to keep me on track. Otherwise, it's easy to just cave in and, and lose sight of, of those goals. But yeah, there are a number of podcasts, and you know what, this memory, this memory um, training, I really need it because I don't remember the names. <laughs> There's like the Entrepreneurs one I really like. Mm. Entrepreneurs.com has a podcast. Um, there's the health, it's a health podcast. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't remember the names, I'm sorry. I'll have to give it to you later. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Is there any, um, I guess, last message you want to give to young people who are still trying to search for their passion and what they're going to do in life? Yeah, I mean, you guys, whatever it is that you're passionate about, go for it. I know oftentimes people say, like, you gotta make money and you gotta worry about the finances. And it is true to some extent, but I do believe that whatever you're passionate about, you can make a living from that. Like if you're passionate about surfing every day, wouldn't it be awesome that your job every day you wake up and you get to go to the beach and you get to surf? Like how, how fulfilled would you feel if you actually got to do that? And you can, you just have to be creative. Maybe you could rent surfboards. Maybe you could give surf lessons. Like there's always a way if you're determined and if you are creative. So I would say really kind of, Right, make a list, you know, find out what you really are passionate about, whether that's business or even a regular job, you know, even if you're passionate about 
working with animals. Um, there's always a way to make it work for you. So go for it and, and, and don't hold yourself back. Thank you so much. Thank you so much <laughs> for taking you. the time. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.